Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Big 12 Watch. I am your host, Josh Neighbors. Florida State going on the offensive against the Atlantic Coast Conference. What does it mean for the rest of conference realignment? And, hey, maybe even Florida State to the Big 12 has been floated by Brett McMurphy and some sources he spoke to. Not something that I thought I would be reading here in 2023 as we turn our attention now to 2024 here pretty soon. That's all coming up on today's show. Once again, I am your host, Josh Neighbors. If you are just joining us for the first time, this is not normally how this show looks and operates. Uh, I usually operate out of my office in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm back in Richmond, Virginia, where I am from right now, visiting family for the holidays. So I have the portable mic right now. Uh, I have my backup laptop, everything. So this is not our normal functioning capacity. This is not normally how we do things. Uh, so it might sound a bit weird might look a bit different, uh, barren, uh, if you will, but we're just piecing it together, obviously, during the holiday season. So appreciate you all watching. And if we have to make some adjustments, we will. You all can find us on Twitter at NWPod365. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore as well. You can find this show wherever you get your podcast. Five stars in those places, please. You guys can also find me, uh, find the show on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to Crystal Ball College Football in those places too. All right. So uh, this came down from Ross Dellinger to start things off today about Florida state and their desire to leave the ACC. And what we got out of that entire situation was this, is that Florida state is going to begin the legal process of trying to exit the Atlantic coast conference. And we think it's going to be coming on Friday. Uh, that is what they, at least, you know, the next 24, 48 hours or so. So I'll read directly from Ross Dellinger here. Uh, let's see what it's, what we usually do on this show. Somebody has a, you know, sourcing and whatnot. Uh, we'll go directly to the source. Florida state is expected to soon start the process of its long discussed divorce from the ACC. Multiple sources told Yahoo sports. The Seminoles conference affiliation is at the center of a scheduled meeting Friday of the FSU Board of Trustees, and the result of the meeting could produce a formal legal filing in what many describe as the first steps to achieving an exit from the ACC binding, uh, the ACC's binding grant of rights agreement. The FSU Board of Trustees announced Thursday its meeting to comply with a state open uh, meeting, you know, that's basically say the meeting's happening. Um, 
So uh, also, let's see. So this is big. Details around the specific legal step in which FSU leaders plan to take is unclear. But legal experts say that the school could seek what's called a, quote, uh, declaratory, declaratory, whatever the word is, judgment action, end quote, in an effort to get a judge to rule that the school is not bound to its contract with the ACC. The legal step's aim is to uh, is the grant of rights, a legal document between the ACC and its members, obviously. Uh, you know, members and also the TV partners as well. That runs the 2035-2036 year. Any filing would presumably be made in a local friendly court with the school's you know, best interests, obviously. Okay, so let's let's uh, let's stop there. I think we knew the shot was going to come from FSU at some point. We know that FSU, their lawyers, we know Clemson, their lawyers have been working on a potential exit strategy, or, you know, I think potential is a big word there. But from what I've heard, uh, and this one I worked at SiriusXM with a bunch of folks in the ACC side of things, and a lot of people that I worked with and talked to, that ACC grant of rights is, is pretty difficult, ironclad. But I don't think anybody spent as much time as Florida State's team has right now uh, of studying this and trying to figure out if there is potentially an out at all. So I'll be interested to see, uh, you know, what they think the out is, but they've now maybe come to something. The whole point of this, once again, is Florida State does not see the revenue gap between them and the other conferences, you know, the ACC, uh, you know, and the Big Ten and the SEC as something they can really, you know, deal with as we move forward in college football, right? The Big Ten is going to distribute nearly $80 million per year. The SEC, I believe, is going to be around the 60 area. And so they don't believe that's somewhere they can operate and still be a successful contending program. I understand those hesitations. I understand those, you know, the, you know those, those thoughts. Same time, though, they did sign away their, their rights in the grant of rights. Uh, the next thing I would mention is this is that we have seen settlements before. The Big 12, Texas, and Oklahoma came to one. The big difference there, guys, that time gap, 13 years is what the ACC is. The Big 12, Texas, SEC, that was just three. Just three. So obviously a huge difference when it comes to that gap. And that's something that has to be minded because I don't think this is a straight buyout situation. It's too far out to be a straight buyout situation. Saw an article yesterday on ESPN about this too, and there seems to be two issues that Florida State is going to face. They also have, you know, the, the grant of rights, and they have to deal with obviously like leaving the conference too. So, like there's a couple different things, uh, you know, as exiting the conference. There's a grant of rights. There's a television network, and where we think ESPN has to come down on this, I think it's got to be right. I don't think ESPN wants to lose Florida State just for them to go somewhere else and pay them more money, right? The ACC is paying all these ACC schools. Uh, ESPN pays them all $30 million a year, basically. Like, it's, it's a lot of money, sure, but like also it's kind of worth it because you've got big brands like Clemson, Florida State, Miami, uh, North Carolina, all on, you know, these really friendly contracts. You might be overpaying a Wake Forest to, you know, Syracuse, but to you, the investment overall, you're paying for those big brands, right? A lot of that is, you know, like Oklahoma and Texas, right? The big, big uh, contract, obviously, the Big 12. Like, you know, a lot of it you're paying for yeah, Oklahoma and Texas a lot of the time. That was the case when it came to that. So, uh, you know, they have to think about it from ESPN's perspective, because like, why would why would ESPN want them to walk and go to a different conference 
and pay them more money if they're still paying other ACC schools too. They, they kind of like that deal that they've got them on now. Uh, now, if they could just buck their rest of the ACC, right? Uh, and only pay for part of it and only get Florida State and Clemson, Miami, and all those schools. Like, I think they would like that. But also, there's the ACC network issue that's got to be dealt with as well. It's something that they've invested in, right? So, I don't think ESPN is just going to let them walk out that door. And especially let them walk out that door if they are headed to the Big Ten, because the Big Ten obviously is no ESPN affiliation at this point in time. That's something that we have to be really, really, you know, cognizant of as we move forward on this. So I think the big thing here is a lot of us, I'm not a, not a legal expert. I think we're going to see a lot of uh, folks in that law, law community come out here. Um, and I'll keep reading here from Ross. This week's potential legal move is not expected to serve as notice of departure. Any departure from the ACC would uh, at least be a year away or more. However, such a legal foray could set the stage for more ACC programs to follow suit, challenging the league and its grant of rights. We'll see. The league's uh, the conference's grant of rights is at the center of discussions. The grant of rights is a somewhat common measure that conferences use to legally bind their members to schools and, and schools in long-term commitments as a way to secure a media rights deal. The ACC agreed to its deal uh, in 2016, so basically that 20-year agreement. And obviously, it's not aged very well. Uh, and and so I think that's going to be like the crux of the argument here is that you agreed to something, you did sign it away. But also, too, I think, you know, Florida State's argument is, hey, things are changing and, and we, you know, we in order to remain competitive, we need to be released from this so we can continue to be competitive in the, in the sporting space as things move ahead. And I mean, maybe that's the, the, the way they go. But I think, folks, once again, like they did sign it over and they they we knew that the Florida State was going to make some kind of challenge. Right. The legitimacy of the challenge, we do not know but we knew Florida state was going to make a challenge. I'm surprised it came this fast. They have a year to get out of it. I think they understand that, Hey, like court stuff takes a long time. So this is going to get tied up in the courts. We have to get this thing out as early as we can, as soon as possible. So I do understand it from that perspective. The real intrigue from a big 12 perspective and also everybody else's came later in the afternoon when Brett McMurphy who's one of the folks I trust says Florida State starting the process of leaving the ACC will, quote, have an Oppenheimer-like ripple effect through the college sports landscape, a source told Action Network. As one of the biggest TV brands, Florida State could land in Big Ten or SEC, and if those aren't options, the Big 12 sources set. All right, so this, this is something that I find really interesting. And I have to admit I was wrong here about this because I told you all, I could not in any circumstance see Florida State in the Big 12. I also said that, hey, look, unless it comes from those folks, uh, I don't believe it. And now there actually is something coming out. And like we always knew the Florida State like legal challenge is going to come. Um, but, I mean, the Florida State and the Big 12 being mentioned in the same tweet by Brett Murphy, I would say, is significant. I would say the, the only way I see that happening, though, is if it's a short-term thing. Why would Florida State leave the ACC go to the big 12 it was not for hey a short period of time. We want to just get out of the ACC. We'll go with you all until your next contract is up and then we'll skate and we'll go to the big 10 because the big 10s obviously is up in 2030. You know, I, I think that's the way they could do it. But if to me, the gap between the ACC and the big 12 is not significant enough to really necessitate them leaving the ACC for the big 12. You think about these conference payouts in college and, and what's being distributed, um, you know, like what's, what's out there 
I really don't see it being enough money. You know, I, I don't see, I mean, think about the ACC, like they, you know, up to 40, I think it was 40 million, whatever it was. Uh, the Big 12 was 42 to 49, right? The ACC was 37 to 41 uh, or 44.9 for the Big 12. But like these, these are not numbers that are big enough, I think, in my opinion, to necessitate the ACC leaving. Now, once again, it looks like the Big 12 is going to make more and they're going to be up again sooner too. But Florida State's, they want to close the gap. And the Big 12, we talked about this a bunch. The Big 12 will be facing a significant gap. There is no doubt about that to those other conferences. Florida State would be obviously a big boon to that too. But if Florida State, is, they're making a big deal to spend all of this money on getting out, you're going to do it for a little bit more cash and a bit more flexibility. Guys, their goal is the S. And their goal, most likely, in my opinion, is probably the Big Ten because that payout's so big. I, I forget how long the SEC contract runs. Uh, but like They'll renegotiate again, and that'll be big, too. But the Big Ten has done a great job of leveraging its position also with multiple networks, too, and getting itself out there because of all of these just massive big brands and big places they have. I mean, Ohio State and at Michigan and Penn State. And obviously, you had Oregon, Washington, uh, UCLA and USC. Like They've got TV markets. They've got big fan bases. They got large state schools like Maryland. And their Rutgers obviously has them in New York City. And then you know you go to places like Wisconsin and Iowa with massive followings too. I mean, you've got all of these significant brands. I would argue uh, the, the SEC has those too, and they have the, obviously the, you know the regional aspect. Of the SEC is like just the passion, how much people care in those places helps the TV ratings, which just came out, and we'll get to in a show later on this week. Um, but I think when I think about this. And I think about a potential exit. Uh, just the Big 12, like they're saying if the SEC or Big Ten doesn't work. Guys, the whole point of this is just to get to the SEC or the Big Ten. They're mad at the ACC, sure, but they're not so mad where it's like, we'll take anywhere else. There's only three other places, right? I mean, the whole point is to make more money. That has been the entire point of all of these moves. It's what's ruining this the, the sport, in my opinion. And once again, I don't think NIL is like, I'm not saying it in NIL sense. Uh, but like the, the pursuit of money is what's ruining this sport because that's what's going to give us in looks like now you maybe even closer time, a situation where we're going to have 30, 40 teams in a league and we're going to discount all of these other programs. Once again, I say it's a bunch, but if you're a K-State fan, if you don't have a chance to play against Alabama or Georgia and make a championship or a CFP, why do you care about what they're doing? Right. I have a lot of friends here in Virginia who are FCS fans because Richmond and JMU and William & Mary, significant program. I mean, JMU obviously now FBS, but uh, you know they were a significant FCS program and they care more about what was happening with other FCS programs in the CAA conference, which they played in, right? I mean, the highest level of football is pros, the NFL. And if I want to watch a high-level football, I'll watch those games. College games, like they're great. I love it. But if you're going to start just nuking rivalries and giving me big money matchups all the time, they're going to be less special. Connections aren't going to be as good. And it's a semi-pro league and it's just not as good. Right. I I mean, I, I like the tradition, the passion, uh, the uh the ability to have upsets, right? It's not really an upset. Like when Oregon beats an Alabama, it might be an upset in terms of spread and whatnot, but how big of an upset's actually gonna feel? It's not gonna feel like TCU and Michigan was sub 10, you know, it's not gonna feel like an app state, uh uh, you know, app state taking out uh, you know, and beating a, a Michigan. Uh, not feeling like New Mexico State beating Auburn, not going to feel like that when those results happen. It's going to feel more like the NFL. And the NFL is a better league because they've got older players who are more physically mature in a sport where physical maturity and size and strength and speed all matter a lot. 
So I think about this. I think about how money is, you know, causing us to, to go into a place where it's about to be a semi-pro league. You know, I, I once again, it, it concerns me. But like, if that's the whole point, I mean, if everybody's been chasing money, which they have been, why would Florida State go to the Big 12? Why would they do it? That's the one thing I want to see about this. I want to see about Brett's article is, okay, explain to me, or I didn't have the article, but it's just a post at this point in time. Track this for me, though. Explain to me why Florida State would go to the Big 12. Somebody make it make sense. Look at the financials and tell me if the whole point is we cannot sustain this revenue gap. You want to go to the Big 12 where there's still a revenue gap. And if you're talking about, hey, you know, how you're viewed in terms of, you know, everybody else, the rest of the league, like, guys, the Big 12 is going to going to get snubbed. I hope they don't. They don't deserve to. That's somebody, you know, really stupid. Be like, it's a mid-major league. And mid-major league just beat Michigan last year. Mid-major league beat Michigan in a playoff game. Never trailed in the game either. In the championship game. Right. And they beat and they swamped Oklahoma on the way to doing it. And they uh, they beat Texas, you know, by whatever it was, seven in the end. TCU did. But still, like, they kind of physically dominated them. Right. And that's a team that's a year removed from being a top 14 playoff team, Texas is. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, they beat a year early version of that. Like, the Big 12 deserves respect. And I hope they get respect. But in the financial side of things, what they're valued as, you know, TV brands, obviously they're a bit down the pecking order uh, at this point in time. So why would Florida State leave the ACC just to go somewhere else? And here's the thing, guys, like it's going to cost them. I, I mean, if you can just rip up any contract, like what's going to stop these leagues from being like, do we need Vanderbilt in the SEC? Do we need Kentucky in the SEC? Does uh, does the Big Ten need I mean, the ACC? Hey, do we need Wake Forest. We need Boston College. Does the Big Ten need Indiana and Purdue? Like, if you just start shoveling people off left and right, I mean, I'm kind of concerned. Like, you know, what does that where does that take us? If if that can be, you know, if if Florida State can say, ah, eh, you know, we signed this contract, but uh, and once again, it's going to come down to the legal merits of their argument. I, I'm I'm going to get some folks in the show. I'm going to talk to as many people as possible who have got some legal background about what this could be. I've already seen some terms being thrown out out there, but I think this thing's going to court. You know, I think for Oregon State and Washington State, like they're they're having a big victory, obviously. They've had it in court. So teams have won individual victories, right? Uh, It it has happened before. Schools have won individual victories. But Florida State, man, this is going to be a pretty significant challenge. Everybody's going to be watching to see how it goes, though, because if they can break free of a binding legal agreement like that, then what's going to happen? I mean, I have a tough time believing too. It's it's not like anything, but we expect it to be. And I'm sure Florida State's put great people on it, but how do you get out of this? How do you get out? of? I find the argument from Florida State that, hey, we can't be competitive at this rate. I do find that argument relatively compelling and somewhat accurate. I understand it too. I understand that argument, but like if I I just don't know how it automatically springs you because like well we're just not competitive enough and that's why like I understand it's like hey we we're trying to win championships we don't feel like this gap is is amenable uh, I understand that but like I don't know if you signed a legal document about your rights and and who can broadcast those rights or who can sell those rights away how you just go back and break on it it would change a lot of what I feel like we know fundamentally about the college sports game about the TV game. And I, I think, I mean, it would be a land landmark uh, moment, not just in sports, but I think in entertainment as a whole. So obviously, obviously this is p- pivotal. You know, it's not, once again, not much is known about how this is going to go, but I mean, obviously other ACC teams 
are watching as well. I think there's a lot of schools in the ACC that have concerns. You know, even there's a lot of programs who are like on the level of Big 12 schools, but they got to be concerned because the Big 12's contract, the way live sports has been paid for, it'll probably go up next time. You know, I'm not sure how much it'll go up, but it'll probably go up. Uh, the ACC might make some more money, but like their contract might, it's not going to go up, right? Because it's already locked in. So this is huge. Everybody will be watching what Florida State does. Conferences, obviously, will be watching with the idea of, hey, how do we make our agreements a bit more binding if this one gets broken? So everyone's going to have an eye on this to see how they're able to attack it. And I'm going to be speaking to as many people as possible to figure that out. But I want to say, hey, I was wrong. Like, I, I didn't think we'd ever see a uh, somebody like a Brett McMurphy. And once again, Brett is talking to sources. Brett's a Big 12 guy, you know, usually correct. But like he's saying, hey, it's a third option if those two don't work out. Guys, Florida State's not leaving uh, just for the in case it works out. I mean, they're going to have, I think, something kind of lined up if they can. Also, too, TV networks are running this thing. You have to know the TV networks have got their eyes on this. Um, and I know ESPN's eyes are on this, too, because they, they're not going to let Florida State walk without just paying the piper. They're going to make them pay the piper, I think. Um I think that's an end up to, you know, I uh, could go to also, you know, I, I think uh, somebody mentioned here in the comment section of the video we did last week, antitrust against ESPN because they control way too much. It's TV networks. Is there an antitrust angle here? Maybe they could go that way. I, I once again, I, I don't know enough to go, but I'm going to start speaking with people in sports law, but that's the crazy part about this guy is like now to understand college sports, you, you damn near have to have a law degree, right? To know what's happening with conference realignment, to understand how all these teams can shift and move uh, at will in some ways. That's that's a part of this now. And I wish it were not. I wish we did not have to have legal scholars talk about this. I wish we could just talk about ball. That would be my, if I had my druthers, that's what I, that's what we'd be doing. But it's kind of how this thing's going now. So I'm surprised to see a tweet like that. Uh, but once again, it was listed as a third option, right? But hey, Florida State of the Big 12, it is now in play. And once again, if they go for a few years, it's like, all right, we have to leave and, uh, um, you know, we have to go sit in the Big 12 years. Then once the Big 10 renegotiates, we'll go. That's what we're going to do. Maybe. Or maybe they go to the Big 12 to say, okay, we get paid more money there. We're still on ESPN there uh, for a few years. And then until tw- and then we'll pay ESPN the rest in 2030, you know, what we owe them until 2036, then we'll go. Now, maybe Because that'd be a combination, right? All right, we're out of the ACC, but we're still under ESPN's umbrella in some ways. Maybe there's uh, trades that we've seen before between networks to make sure this happens. I don't know. We've seen folks get creative before, but it's all going to depend on what Florida State brings to the table on Friday in terms of a compelling legal argument that's happening tomorrow. So we'll see what they say there. But I'm surprised to see something like this. I'm su- I mean, I'm not surprised with the timing, but this fight's going to be protracted. It's going to be a protracted long fight, it feels like, because – Texas and Oklahoma announcing they're leaving with three years to go is one thing. Uh, add a decade onto that. Uh, make make that thing a make that gap a teenager. We went from three years old to a teenager now. I mean, guys, come on. Like it's 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 gonna be a challenge. It's not just hey, we want to walk. We like to walk. So we'll see what happens. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at nwpod365. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show. We get your podcast and on YouTube as well. All right, folks. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Talk to you tomorrow.